Kia ora. Kofu Smithaho. Namai Kitafari. Welcome to the House. It's a Members' Week at Parliament this week when non-government ideas for laws get debated. So for a rundown on the week, we're talking to Michael Woodhouse, the shadow leader of the House, the opposition's lead on what happens in the House. And this week in the medley of business are two motions, one that demonstrates Parliament's independence from government and one that comes from a lack of independence, congratulating our head of state on his shiny new hat. I describe myself as an ambivalent royalist, but I really do enjoy the pomp, and anybody who's lived in London and likes a bit of bunting will have watched at least part of that, and I stayed up right through till the flypast. As an MP and as a former minister, you will have sworn some loyalty to the Crown a number of times, but that doesn't mean you actually have to be in favour of a monarchy, does it? No, seven times, I think, by count, and I think that's appropriate. He is, like it or not, uh, our head of state, and so we have to swear an allegiance to the head of state. That said, I'm quite relaxed about a process commencing which would say, you know, what would a country that is leaning more towards republicanism but still remains a part of the Commonwealth of Nations, uh, what would that look like and how do we reconcile that not only with our obligations by the Crown to Iwi but but also a number of other elements of our constitutional framework that are deeply rooted in the British system. And I think that's going to take quite some time to work out. We thought about waiting until the Queen passed. That was appropriate. That's happened. And we're now still saying, oh, well, you know, now's not the right time. We've got a recession. Well, I don't think there'll ever be a right time when there's nothing else to do but think about our constitutional monarchy. And at some point, I think we've got to start that work. It's not a short process anyway, so you might as well begin when when you've got a chance, right? Yeah, I think it could take several years to understand all of the questions, much less what the answers to those questions are. So I'm not uh, absolutely banging the drum for it, but I think at some point a government will need to start to take some uh, lead in that and and quietly you know work in that direction. Ultimately, to give the public the choice with uh, a clearest understanding of what the alternative or alternatives might be. Lick their lips before they bite the bullet. But in the meantime, we are going to, uh, I think, celebrate through a motion marking the coronation of King Charles, and that's entirely appropriate. A second interesting thing that's happening this week is one of those independence things where there are some officials in the country who work directly for Parliament and not directly for government. And you're going to be talking about their funding today. You're talking about the offices of parliament and uh, most of the appropriations that are given, the money that's handed out to people uh, is appropriated by the government through the budget. There's a slightly different process for those offices of parliament that are more independent from and actually scrutinise the executive. The ombudsman, obviously, who is the, the kind of the hair shirt on government to see if they're fulfilling their obligations under the official information Information Act and other duties. The uh, Auditor General, of course, who has the responsibility for auditing thousands of public sector agencies, 2,300 schools, uh, not the least of which, but also all of the ministries, government departments and Crown entities are all audited by them and need to be objective and independent of any influence. And uh, then there's the Parliamentary Commissioner for the Environment, who also you want to be able to actually poke the stick at the government. That's right. That role is a very important conscience, I think, yeah. on whether the government is doing things well. So it's important, I think, not only for the government not to have overall influence of funding, 
but actually they won't want to be seen to be using funding as a way of controlling the uh, the work that that is done, the quantum of the work and the type of work. This has to come to Parliament separately so that all members of Parliament, not just Cabinet, say, yes, this is the right thing to do. So it is a bit of a set piece. Uh, I don't think it'll be objected to by any uh, party well, or it's, individual it's member. Well, it's talked about beforehand outside of the House, right? So it's not like it's a surprise to anyone. We have an Officers of Parliament committee who... Uh, very empathetic towards ensuring that those three entities have the resources that they need to do their jobs appropriately. And so we'll be giving um, a rubber stamp, really, to the extra money that they've needed between budgets. That was Michael Woodhouse, the Shadow Leader of the House, on The Week in Parliament. You've been listening to The House. It's a whakaranga koe ki te whare. This programme is produced with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Matawa.